It's winter right now, and my 11-year-old and I are on the ice almost every day, skating. It's our happy place. The Canadian world is mostly in lockdown due to the pandemic, and despite the many limitations with, you know, need to wear face masks, complicated booking process, and exact procedures where you put on your skates and where to leave the rink, we always leave with a smile on our faces, discussing the new moves that we tried that day. Last week, not the usual staff, but a city representative was enforcing rules I had never heard of and apparently no one else. All of the sudden, the whole center of the ice of the rink was off limits and everyone had to skate in an oval shape around that center. No stopping, no speeding and no skating backwards, really kind of no nothing. There were about 10 people on the ice so it was far from crowded and he approached me and asked me, you know, to not do what I was doing. I've been inland skating most of my adult life, but ice skating is something else. So I was practicing backwards, slowly putting one foot in front of the other, going small circles. Experienced skaters probably smile, but in my case, the backwards crossover has shown me my limits as to what my body wants to learn at this phase in my life. The city clerk got me going within seconds. I heard myself say things like, you're making things less safe. Also, I might have said stupid rules, I think I did, and I left him standing, thinking or saying I can't remember. What a ridiculous place. Most of the uproar, uproar happened in my head, though. This is not how I want my reaction to be. I want to be calm and modest, balanced, and probably maybe even smart. But there are some trigger points that can bypass so many years of conscious learning experience just like that. I've come to terms that some situations activate something in me that I can't fully control and that I can become quite passionate if I don't hit the brakes early enough. I call it passion, not emotion for a reason, but we'll get to that in a bit. Why is something so hard to get out of the system that they clearly doesn't have, don't have a benefit? What are we up against when we try to change our behaviors? Stay with me when I talk about neural pathways, our toddler brain, and what we can do about the demons that reside in us. Welcome to Leadership Bits. Typically, our moods are oscillating like a sine wave in a smooth periodic up and down around the middle line. There would be no ups without downs. I've never met a person in my life with ups only as much as there is no person who has downs only. It's a rule of law somehow that at some point we feel some sadness after a lot of happiness and vice versa. The sine wave is different for every one though in three aspects. Number one, amplitude. The amplitude is the peak deviation from the middle. These are our highest ups and our lowest downs. Often the most outgoing happy people also explore the deepest depths. And then there are people whose amplitude seems not to be going far off from the midpoint. It's hard to see when they're happy or sad. Peaks are hardly noticeable, almost flatlining. Number two is the frequency. The frequency is the number of oscillations in a certain time frame. Basically, how often your mood swings. Some of us can be the happiest person on earth at 10 a.m. in the morning and the saddest at 3 p.m. in the afternoon that same day. 
Others have an up season for months and then you see their mood sine wave slowly go down for months. Number three, it's not just the amplitude and the frequency, the horizontal line in the middle is different for everyone. Some of us are oscillating maybe around a positive two on average on the happiness scale, some around a minus one. The idea of oscillating curve has helped me to know when to approach people and when not. And it's interesting to watch your own curve as well. That city clerk hit me with his enforcement of his ivory tower rules at a low point. It probably wasn't the best of days I've had even before I put on the skates. During an upbeat time, he would not have been able to dampen my mood, maybe put a little dent in it. We're just getting started with the podcast, but let me ask you at this point, how high or low is your amplitude? What's your frequency? And what about your family, friends and co-workers? We all know when the boss is in a bad mood, you better not go into that office and we wait for his or her curve to cross at least the midpoint, right? So, how can we all be better in control? How can we learn from mistakes and be better than we were yesterday? That's what we all want. Going forward, it is important to have a basic understanding of how we learn. Physiologically, our brains build new synapses or neural connections every time we learn something new. Unfortunately, some of the most important learnings happened at toddler age. There is no way for us going back and trying to understand intellectually why we feel or act a certain way. When those early neural connections were established, it was purely emotional. The toddler had no rational comprehension why he or she was left alone in the dark. It might have just been the parents who forgot to turn on the sleeping light. What remains is the toddler's fear. Neural pathways are created with good and bad experiences. So we are falling into the same traps, aka doing the same mistakes all over again, in parts because our learning process is built that way. Imagine a nicely paved road, maybe a highway. These are the synapses that were built early in our lives. We've used them a thousand of times. They're very well known to us and they're so easy accessible that just a certain trigger point can make us take the up-ramp to that highway right into the toddler brain. Like me and my passionate reaction on the ice that day. Especially under stress or time pressure, we go back to those oldest, most proven habits or pathways or highways. There can be so many new learning experiences from the last couple of years or even decades, but imagine them like streets going off the highway left and right, but you would need to turn the wheel a bit. Means you need to invest conscious energy. Under stress, the regulatory processes of the prefrontal cortex, the adult brain, overtaxed. So we take the most proven and easiest path, if not stopped, that can send and will lead us back right into our toddler brain with its impulsiveness, poor judgment, self-obsession and volatile feelings. The toddler brain is dominated by emotions rather than analysis of fact. We throw a temper tantrum before we recall our, oh yeah, our resolution to take a time out when things get hot. We'll pout, criticize and sometimes devalue others instead of seeking to connect and solve. Our lives have grown dramatically more complex than our brains evolved in the same time to be able to handle all of that. In fact, we see increasing evidence of toddler brain habits in adults. As such, the politicians on TV are just a reflection of our state of mind. We prefer toddler fights over adults having a dialogue about policy. Boring, the toddler would say. We're so much more 
than our deepest instincts, but they are there and they never go away. After all, what we learned in our early childhood is the foundation for everything else that came afterwards, emotionally. We can take away the foundation, but we can install lights down there, maybe even put up some warning signs. And since it is our foundation, we can't demonize it. We can't declare our basement to be rotten and build a nice shiny mansion on top of it. I mean, we can, and some people do, but that's a different story. In addition to bringing light into the basement, I found reframing to be helpful. That's why I don't call it emotion or anger, but passion instead. It's very important to be kind with yourself. When push comes to shove, we're under stress, the only way is to slow down. And I'm not talking seconds, not hours. A conscious breath, a look up, maybe a walk around the table will help you take the roads your adult brain wants you to take. Over time, new streets, aka new behaviors, can become highways and will be easier accessible the more you use them. I had no beef with that city clerk. I took an exit that let me obey his stupid commands. That was my toddler brain right there. And despite the feeling that I wanted to leave that ridiculous place right now, I skated in circles like the other lemmings, exactly what he wanted us to do, and found some enjoyment in the steady rhythm. This day, though, we left a bit earlier than usual. There was no point waiting for that guy to tell me when my time was up. We went back to the ice rink the next day, the bureaucrat was gone, and everything was back to normal. I know I'm going to fall into old habits from time to time and that's okay, but I also know that I'm so much better in finding alternative behaviors than I was 15 to 20 years ago. Wherever you are, thanks for listening, stay safe.